Oh, Canada. Na, 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 bottoms. Now, Bree is back. Bree is back on the pod. Oh my God. We just do a great catch up. We talk about her film. I talk about my dry ass roster. And then we actually read one of our patrons submitted gay sex stories about this amazing threesome in Venice. It is so funny. Um, Patreon.com slash WHGS. We do four episodes like this a month with our guests and with our hosts. So if you donate a little bit of money, you can watch those bonus pieces of content and you can feel good knowing that you're donating to a good cause, guys. Patreon.com slash WHES. AshleyGavin.com for tour dates. Going all over the place. Got Atlanta, Asheville, Raleigh coming up, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Boston, Salt Lake City. So get on the text alert, and I will text you when I'm in your city, you piece of shit. I don't like doing this. I don't like doing this. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. You made a film. I know. It was so fucking fun and crazy. Thanks for allowing me to talk about it, by the way. You know when you something is like all-consuming your life that eventually you feel kind of annoying talking about it? Because yes, I do know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's consumed my life for the last really like close to two years. It was like there was a lot of red tape to navigate. There was a lot, but it was a huge learning experience. I had so much fun. And it is so hard to make cool shit. <laughs> of how much money it costs. Oh my God, Ash, your hair looks so good. Thank you. Thank you for repeating yourself. I appreciate it so much, Brie. I got my hair cut yesterday. It looks so like, like you got a treatment or something too. Like it looks no, so smooth. No, I just smooth. have beautiful hair. Wow. I just have beautiful, be- well, she, she blew, blew it. <laughs> She, she blow blew dried. you as well. So she blow dried it. She blow dried it. Um, well, we, I haven't seen you in like four months. What the? Fu- <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking about it. I was so excited about today. And me too. And then our guest canceled, and I was like, "We're doing this anyway." <laughs> I didn't know we were allowed to say that. Our guest canceled. It was crazy. It was going to be Miley Cyrus, right? And then, yeah. um. She couldn't then, last minute. So then now everyone just gets me. So the listeners, I'm sure, are really going to be excited about we'll, that. We'll, we'll have her back once we clean up this PR mess that I've made. But <laughs> I, I, what a great time for you, Brie. I've, I've started talking about it publicly, so everything's fine. And the listeners okay. know, the listeners now know like a lot more of what actually happened. So the people here okay. rock and the people who are gone um, don't rock. Yeah, you said it, Alex. No, no, no. I just. So- Alex told them. Yeah, suck <laughs> it. Uh, I was just going to say, you chose absolutely the best time to leave this podcast for a break. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Okay, it's so funny because I literally, like, this all, like, 
the timing of this. And then I was like <laughs> kind of stressed because I was like, I want to be a friend to Ash. But I literally have this movie going on. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to think that I just like abandoned Ash for <laughs> four no. months during like the most stressful time of your whole fucking life. No, you were like, so there for me. You were so helpful. And thank you. I'll talk to you more about I don't even know what you know, yeah. but like um very know. little. I've been under a rock, honestly, in, no, the, in this whole stay world. There. Stay there. Stay there. <laughs> um but <laughs> but oh, I'm so glad that you're here and I've missed recording with you, man. I've literally missed it so much that when today the guest canceled, I was so sad. I was like, I saw the first part of your message. It was like, we need to reschedule. And then you're like, but we could still do it. I was like, yay. Because it's been so long. We could just we could just catch up. Exactly. And catch up episodes for anyone who listens to my podcast knows that's my favorite episode. I push for them all the time. I can explain. Do you drink pop? I was about to say, that looks like wine. I thought you were just hitting <laughs> I, a bottle. It's a goblet of wine. I'm like, woohoo. It's Friday. Do I drink soda? Oh, yeah. Soda. Right. Yeah, no, I understand. Pop. <laughs> You understand. Yeah, we don't speak it's... Canadian down here, Bree. <laughs> As oh, if it's by a the way, foreign language. I've told I, I you don't know about this, but I've told Alex to be a little more active on here, particularly oh, when it's that. like a two person thing. So yes. because yeah. we're trying to get the straights in a little more. And yeah, it's perfect oh. time for me to be active is when I need to <laughs> vet stories to read on this podcast. Um, you know, and so, focus on that. Okay. Well then fucking focus. What are you <laughs> what are you fucking doing, Alex? Um uh, <laughs> Alex, do you drink pop? Uh, not much. Any way back in the day, but it was like when, <laughs> when I was on a. How old are you? Way like back middle in school, the I caught it. End of middle back school. Back in the fifties, we used to drink <laughs> a lot of pop. I used to be a pretty. I was like a, a chubby middle schooler in my head about it. It was Aww. like the first thing I cut out when I, I went on my massive my weight loss journey, wow. which is not was not like a. It's not inspirational. It's not like I was, you know hyper overweight i was just really sensitive about it i love like what kind of pop are you drinking i'm drinking just a good old uh coke zero but yeah. you that, know now that shit's if I, that shit's i like good. coca-cola coke zero yeah. is like a movie theater treat that's yes good Okay, so um, I don't know why, but in my head, Ash, you're the kind of person, and I think to some listeners this will make sense, you're the kind of person who only drinks water and would be, like, disgusted by pop. Like, I, I think it goes along with bird watching. Okay, as many people know, part of my disability that I have is I can only drink milk and water. This was a prank that I played on my Instagram that people genuinely believed. I periodically oh post I that I can only drink milk and water and I give it like this fake name and people genuinely believe it. And I, I wor I worry for the future for a lot of reasons, but that's like one of those moments mm. where people will be like, Oh, you just believe anything anyone says ever. Um, but yeah, right. I lacto, what did I call it? Lactophiliitis. Lacto <gasps> I think I saw you post something about this and I was like, Oh, okay. And I believed it. Like, I really Lacto did believe it. 
Because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I, I'm one of those people that I'm the worst type of person. I shouldn't be allowed to vote. Like, take away my rights. Because <laughs> whoever got to me last, whoever got to me last wins. Like, if, if you told me that was true and you gave me, like, three reasons it was very quickly, I would just believe you. And then if the next person was like, no, she's lying. It's not real because this, this, and this. Then I'm on to the next. And my opinion can change so easily. And I have learned the very hard way, the very hard way that most people are like you. Anyway, um, let's move yeah. into, uh, well, what, can you talk a little bit about what you've been doing? Yeah, well, tell us about the movie. Because you've been on set, you, you made a film. I know, it was so fucking fun and crazy. Thanks for allowing me to talk about it, by the way. Um, are you joking? I'm, it's queer so, content. I feel like... I know I'm being serious, but I'm being serious because I, you know, you know, when you something is like all consuming your life that eventually you feel kind of annoying talking about it because it's like, yes, I don't know. I do know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It's consumed my life for the last really like close to two years because like between coming up with the idea and then fundraising and then doing it that now it doesn't even really feel real that it's done. Like I keep like looking at it and being like. Oh, it's done. Like, so crazy. Do you love and it? now we're screening it. I love it. And I know I'm biased, but I'm, I think I'm allowed to say that I love it. And you are allowed. If you love it, that's all that matters, really, at the end yeah. of the day. I know that sounds so stupid. And I'm the last person that will take this advice from myself. But if you love it, that's the, that is the only thing yeah. that really matters at the end of the day. You made a piece of art that you're proud of. And I can't wait to see it. When do we get yeah. to see it? When do I get to see it? How, what's the runtime on it? Um, it's 45 minutes. So it's so crazy because originally it was supposed to be like 90 pages, which would be closer to 90 minutes. And then because of money, we had to cut back. Like that was a big learning curve for me. Um, doing something that was like, quote unquote, higher budget in terms of like the amount of crew we had and the amount of um, support we had on the film. Like how much fucking money everything costs. Like it is so hard to make cool shit <laughs> because of how much money it costs. Patreon.com slash WHGS. No, literally, actually, it's so appreciated. Like we did a Kickstarter campaign for the film and we raised like $30,000 and I was like, oh, that'll be great. Like we're golden. No, I think we like doubled that in the amount of money yeah. we spent. Um, which and that's you almost know, nothing for a film, by the way. Th- that's the thing. We like when I say that to people, they're like, "Oh, you had so much money," and I'm like, "No, no, no. We were like counting pennies, like pinching pennies. Like I literally, we had no money. An ultra low budget is like five hundred grand for a film. Like that's considered yes. like the, a very low budget film." But it's wild because, again, like speaking to being on the Internet, like people are like, oh, my gosh, you had so much money to make this thing. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm not denying that. Like, I'm so appreciative of the amount of money. But in terms of filmmaking, no, like, no, just the in- insurance alone was close to 10 grand. Yeah. The gear yeah, yeah, yeah. just to yeah. get the gear was like 15 grand. So, like, when you add that up, like before you even get people there and you're filming anything, like half of it is gone just immediately on the like red tape. So yeah. it's so fucking wild to do. Um, and I had to do it all union, which was cool. And then also because of the strikes that were going on um, in the States, everyone had to be Canadian, like everyone in the film, everyone behind the scenes, um, because our unions up here weren't on strike. Yeah. So 
It was like there was a lot of red tape to navigate. There was a lot, but it was a huge learning experience. I had so much fun. And um, as of now, to answer your question, well, I was very excited because um, we sold out the premiere, which was at the Rio Theater, which for those of you who don't know, Ash let me open um, for her and Sam. I didn't open for Sam. Sam opened for me at yeah, the Rio. Yeah, Sam did open for you. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> y'all were being so nice and we're like, no, we're not going to send you into a cold crowd for your no first way. fucking time doing no stand-up. <laughs> um, and y'all were so great. So then to go back there and be able to like screen my film and do like a little bit of stand-up again was such a cool experience. Did you do so, the same set? No, I did a completely different set. And Three. it was like 10 minutes. Wow. I was like, Ash would be so you're, proud of me. You're a natural, dude. You're a natural. I was bug. Oh, you're so sweet. I was bugging Ash. I was texting and I was like, I think my shtick is just going to be that I only perform stand up to sold out Rio theaters. <laughs> like, <I'm> just, <laughs> it's going to be exclusive only at the Rio, only when it's sold out. No, it felt really cool. And I really like, and so many folks came up to me and were like, the last time I saw you do stand up was at Ash's show. So it was really, like, really cool. That's awesome. Um, and I was like, that's the last time I did stand up. So. <laughs> Alex, you would hate watching Brie. She's really good. Damn it. <laughs> she's just such she's such a natural. It's crazy. Aww. I think it's on her YouTube, right? You have it on your YouTube now? Yeah, the first time doing stand-up was is on my YouTube channel. Um and then now we just posted well, we posted our second screening, which is in Seattle. It sold out like almost immediately, which was really cool. And then we just posted an LA screening. So if anyone When are you in coming LA, to New York? Um I would love to soon. I'm I'm slowly working on trying to get it places. It's like it's a one man show over here. Like it's a lot of work trying to book shit you know i'm i honestly like i just i'm so in awe of you because it like even just doing these screenings now i'm on my third one that i just announced like the fear when i press post and i'm waiting to see if people will buy tickets it's mortifying it's like it's kind of it's like you're really putting yourself out there it's it's really awful but you're killing it like oh Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, you know, like when I started doing like I did the Ace Theater in L.A., which is yeah, 1,600 seats. That's like crazy. It, it's crazy. And to, to just be like, OK, it's only this night. So it's like we got to have enough people that are free this night. You know, yeah. and it's it's really terrifying. And the idea of it being partially empty is truly mortifying like it, that yeah. the idea that it might not fill up is really scary it's definitely it's scary. scary yes yeah. i just posted my la one and it's like 50 percent sold out i just posted it yesterday so i'm, I'm excited about that but i also found out Where it's are you doing it dynasty typewriter or it's fucking no at the virgil the virgil okay you only know you only know big fucking theaters you're like oh it's not at the a 1600 c <laughs> no, I know this. Dynasty typewriters, 100 seats. <laughs> this is so boring. I, everyone's going to be like, why are you guys talking Aww. about this? Okay, well, before, before we go on to the next, I have to say, if anyone's interested, please, God, I need your help and support. Go follow at Aging Out the Movie on Instagram. Sorry, I need to do that plug. I've, I'm trying to get better yeah, at actually it. like promoting myself. Um, and I'll do it I, right now so you can <laughs> see how easy it is, listener. <laughs> Thank you so much at Aging Out the Movie. And then you went, you went on, you went to fucking... Europe with your girlfriend. I went to it Europe. It looked incredible. It was the most amazing time ever. And it was my first time in ages that I was genuinely not working. Like, I didn't take any jobs. I was not checking my email. First time in like 10 years, right? 
because I, I'm always working and that's cool. I love that. But I also am like, oh, right. It's I have different a girlfriend though I when should... the phone is off. It's, it's different. so fucking different. And I literally felt like the need to apologize to my girlfriend because I was like, <laughs> you, oh my God, now that I'm seeing the amount of like attention I'm able to give to this relationship and like, I thought I was present. Like, I really thought, <laughs> which is a joke to me now. Yeah. Like, I really thought that I could, like, absolutely be working 24-7 and also be present in my current relationships. And then once you're not, like, constantly checking your email and your phone and your social media and everything else, you're like, oh, this is what being present feels like? Like, this is you, what being aware you, feels like? Yeah. Well, first of all, now that I know your girlfriend and I've yeah. met your girlfriend... Yeah. I have a feeling she was probably just an angel about it and was like, oh, 100%. Derp, 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 I love you. A like thousand that's like, percent. That's like she is a golden retriever is. girlfriend yeah. to the max. Yes. <laughs> like, I, 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 but I think one way to look at it is I think something like every time something takes away your attention, it's like another 12 minutes before you can like really settle into what you're doing. Whoa. So can you imagine like the dinging on your phone all day? Like you're never able to really fully reset when Jen, and I went to yeah. Japan yeah. like we couldn't talk to anybody because a lot of people didn't speak English we didn't speak Japanese yeah. Our fo like I was off my phone because I was <laughs> having hate speech fired at me <laughs> so I was like yeah. not doing that for a little while so <laughs> it's gonna unplug but like our relationship got so much mm -hmm. better I mean like I didn't yeah. know we could be better together and that's it was incredible. It's like I thought it was already really good. And then yeah. I unplugged and I was like, oh, this is like really, really good. So I'm trying to remember that balance. Like I definitely feel like I keep falling back right into wanting to work 24-7 because I literally came back and then I was like, finish the film, start promoting the film, go right into that. And then all the usual life stuff. But I'm trying to like carve out more focused time, which I think is a good learning lesson. For sure. Wait, I had one other question about the film. As an actor, what mm -hmm. was your? Yeah. Did you have like a favorite scene or like a moment that you? Yes. Were I like, am. oh, this is so awesome that I got to shoot this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a funny one, honestly. But um, one of the like most fun moments I would say on set, where I literally looked around and I was like, this is so fucking cool that I get to be doing this because. Like, I'm an adult. I'm 31 years old. And this is just like fun playtime. And I get to do this was I wrote in a scene where um, we're doing like, you know, the movie Ghosts where they're doing the pottery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like where they're molding the pottery. But I wrote in this scene where they're doing it. The uh, other lead actress says um, lead actor says. Um, one thing about lesbians is they'll spend uh, hundreds of hours and hundreds of dollars to make one ugly cup. And then it cuts to us like molding this um, clay, but we mold it like a dildo. And something about the way that this clay was bending as a dildo, like it was like whipping around like as a <laughs> penis shaped object towards our faces. I was genuinely, I couldn't not break. Like we were trying for like an hour because it was supposed to be like a very serious scene and that was the joke. And we couldn't not break. And the entire crew was so professional and they were all like dying laughing. Like no one could stop. And I was just like, this is, this is not the way that the scene was supposed to be going. Like we were not doing our jobs well, in, honestly. But 
We were having so much fucking fun. And then when we edited it, it just turned out, I think it's so funny. So I'm really excited for That's people not, to see it. You, the characters wouldn't have broken in the scene. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they wouldn't have broken in the scene. Or like laughed the, in the scene. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, intention was for it to be like super cheesy over Because this is a cheesy rom-com, right? But it pokes fun as, at itself that it's so cheesy is the okay, whole intention. Okay. Um, like it's self-aware, have super cheesy. Have you seen New York Minute? Amy Poehler's film. I haven't, but I've heard it's good. Similar, similar concept. Yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's a, it's self-aware that it's a cheesy rom-com, but we really wanted it to be a cheesy rom-com. And in the scene, the two uh, leads are supposed to be very like, very serious and sensual. And then the funny part is, is that the cop they're supposed to be making looks like a dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but we just couldn't stop. We were like literally peeing our pants laughing. It was so funny to shoot. And I'm so excited for the bloopers from that scene. Cause it's just, it's fucking hilarious. So you could make it, maybe add the extra 45 minutes to the end. Just <laughs> a full uncut footage. of you guys Director's cut. To- Director's yeah. cut. Are you going that way? That's always the best in the credits when they just throw in a bunch of the bloopers. Is that what the credits are? So the credits for this film, we did um, this. Um, the film ends at like a New Year's party where there's like a photo backdrop. So it just goes into all the characters like taking photos in front of this backdrop. But then like all the crew got up to take photos and stuff too. So oh, that's the, fun. Oh, the, fun. Yeah. So it, and then it kind of like breaks the fourth wall, if you will. And it's really yeah. fun and cutesy. And then also the crew got to be on camera because anyone who works in anything uh, artsy knows that like the behind the scenes people do not get a lot of like applause. Um None. None, Especially nothing. when they're working on indie films where I'm like, can I give you two crackers as payment? Yeah. Like, 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 not only you're not in front of the camera and I'm also like asking you to work for peanuts. So, um, so it was really fun to like involve them and also just really exciting with an indie project to have like a sold out premiere. Everyone was really stoked on it. So everyone got their flowers. So that was really, really fun to do. Yeah, it was good. But we're going to do a full blooper blooper cut which i'm excited hell yeah. About. yeah hell yeah listener are you listening to our patreon exclusive you're having gay sex well here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week this is the story of the time i observed others making sweet gay love at the dog park you god <laughs> My town has a very friendly <laughs> dog park. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Too friendly. <laughs> My dog Biscuit and I, we were hanging at the park together one late fall afternoon. Biscuit is a 70-pound pit bull mix who is strikingly muscular and handsome as hell. I don't like the sexualization <laughs> of the dog. I'm not going to lie. There are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier, and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it. Because you don't have to take my word for it. 
Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Can I give you my update as of late? Yeah, please, please. Bro, I am just striking out with women right now. I, I have never had it so dry. In, <laughs> I mean, I cannot. Ash lost mojo. I yeah, know, I was the mojo say. is gone. The wow. mojo is gone. And I thought you would, I just thought you'd roast the shit out of me with all of I, these. So. I honestly think like, <sighs> I think you dried up, dude. I think you dried up, too. Like, I just think I think this all happened. This all went down. And you're like, (laughs) I don't deserve to be fucked. Fuck. (laughs) How do I get my this is my movie? I got canceled and I lost my mojo. (laughs) A 1990s, like early 2000s, like guy loses his mojo movie. Like, dude, I lost my mojo. Yeah, dude, I lost my mojo. Um. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like I, Jen is in LA for a little while. So I was looking and I had no one on my roster. So I was like, I'm going to use Wow, even the roster all quit. They all dried up. They all packed up and hit the dusty trail. (laughs) Can I clarify, please? Sure. I was in Japan- For th- for for like weeks, I was on vacation, and I I was on tour, and okay. a lot was as we know, a lot was happening, yes. and very hard to reach out for for a date at that period in my life. Yeah, can you imagine people like googling your name? Oh, this person asked me on a date. They Google your name. They're like, oh, a psychopath. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, <laughs> mentally, I wasn't well. Sex was like the last thing on my mind. You um, ask someone for a one night stand, you're just crying the whole I'm time. I'm just weeping. I'm just, well, at the beginning of it, I, I don't want people to think I'm, I was having two to three panic attacks every day. Like every yeah. day. It was not good. I was like, J- Jen and I weren't having sex. Like I, w- I would wake yeah. up shaking like a shelter dog. Like just in the, <laughs> I was like, sh- like I was she also had fleas. It was crazy. But I don't know. You would you would think that would have been the perfect time to have a one night stand. You're waking up shaking. You're literally like, I'm vibrating. Quick, put me in. Come on. You missed a huge opportunity. Here. Yeah, so, that's true. But whatever. So basically, roster's not there. Jen's out of town. I'm feeling better. You know, people are finally starting to learn what actually happened. My mental, like my mental health is coming back. So like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like fill up my roster. Nice. So, okay. I want to know like how many people would you consider a filled I roster? Like a good three people. I like Does when I'm single, Jen? when I'm single. Does that include? No, Jen is not on my <laughs> roster. <laughs> What? Well, you could argue that Jen is on your roster. Jen, yeah. you could, I'd argue Jen is your star player. You guys are fucked. That's really <laughs> fucked up, guys. <laughs> That's really fucked up. <laughs> she has to be. What is she, the coach? Like, I don't understand. Well, hold on. 
one second. I'm I'm voice memoing. Hold on. Jen, for the podcast, <laughs> would you consider yourself on my roster or something other than the roster? Are you the quarterback? On I this think she list owns the athletes? team. Yeah, I agree with Bree. Do you own the team or are you a separate entity? I need an answer ASAP. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could respond within three seconds, that would be ideal. Jen Thank is you, the Jen. most insane voice messages from I you, know. man. She, <laughs> she, is, she is an angel. I love her so much. And she's so funny. She has such a great sense of humor. Yeah, um, she's hilarious. But anyway, I, I tried to meet someone in Denver I met two people, didn't work out, wasn't into either of them. Okay. Like just, just wasn't working in Houston. I was just way too tired. Cause I was sick. Um, in Albany, who fucks in Albany? Nobody. So no. I'm, I, it's, it's yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't even know where that is. I have no, I, idea. no idea. Oh, I didn't do your intro. I came up with a funny little intro. I'll do it after I'm done with this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll do it after um, 45 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> okay, so Alex can move it around. Don't move it. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, I then bump into this girl I used to hook up with. And we we had a we shared a little kiss in the street that was super cool. Okay, but I texted wait, her. Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! You yep. bump, you physically bumped into her, and then you. She kissed. went to a comedy show. I think maybe okay. she may or not have known that I was on. She she's a big comedy nerd. She's an actor as well. So okay. like, she I saw her there, and I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And then I was like, I didn't know what her situation was. Took right. the whole evening to figure that out. And yeah, then I, we shared a kiss, but then I've been texting her. And she's not been getting back to me. And we're buds. Like, I'm not, like, deeply offended. But I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. So Someone else is at number one on her roster. Someone else is above me in this yeah, situation. Yeah, you're number five on her I'm roster. Down, I'm down. I'm in left field. <laughs> we got to check her fantasy, her fantasy fuckball. I was going to say we check the uh, top ranking comedy podcasts and we'll figure out who's at hey, the top. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. Wait. Oh, my gosh. There's that app for uh, people in open relationships that or that are polyamorous. Field. Fields. Okay. Not does a fan. Fe- does Field have like a pyramid system? A pyramid scheme? Like that? Um, yeah, yeah. That you could like attach like photos to, like Jen's the owner of the team, and then there's like you know, <laughs> like Abby Lee on Dance Moms. Yes, <laughs> and you're fighting for like the number one spot each week. Like I think that would be really toxic and also very special and fun. i don't want to be a part of it but i'd like to watch other people do it yes Um, exactly well obviously i'm on the i'm on the low end of the pyramid with her and then (laughs) i met this girl at the beginning towards back in september i met this girl oh my god i i was like we really hit it off my friends were watching it my friends were like "Ah," you know like everybody was like oh Oh, this is gonna happen Okay. It's painting quite the picture. Me, I'm trying, but you make it hard sometimes. Like when your friends, know, are, your friends are in the corner like, blah, 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 blah. like, No, they weren't like that. I'm exaggerating. My friends just saw it and they were like, oh, that's definitely, that's cool. It's going to happen. She's Aww, really cute. Okay. You should go for it. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm just having, I'm just, you know, but you're trying whatever. to get your mojo back and you know, some things are hitting and some things aren't. I get back. it. Okay. And, and <laughs> so then we were texting flirty banter Okay. And I said, hey, I'm going on tour, but can I text you when I get back? And she said, yes, I would love to hang out. But then I got really sick 
So I forgot to text her. And then I remembered this two nights ago when I thought, fuck, I forgot to text her. So I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I went on tour and then I got sick, but I'm back now. And if you don't hate me, I would still love to grab a bite to eat. And she left me on red. You know what I think your issue might be? Did you actually text if you don't hate me? I did. See, because that is that gives me the egg because it's too it's too deep. You know what I mean? Like, it's too deep. Like, I, what do you mean if I don't hate you? Like, I don't even know who you are. I don't think it's I think. It, right. I That's why I said it, because it's like it's like we've only chatted once. Like I, I meant it lighthearted. Oh. OK, well, I'm giving women the ick. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to give some feedback. I'm trying to give some productive feedback. No, I think that's totally fair. And I got to be, I got to be honest, being in an open relationship where it's like, I don't want relationships with other people. The the door is barely ajar. We're just kind of like, if something goes by, we open the door. It makes your game worse. It makes it better and worse at the same time because you have this person right. that you love. So there's no stakes to any interaction. You're like, you don't care if it works out. Right. So it's very easy to just forget to text people because you don't care. It's so yeah. easy to forget to text people. You text people flippantly. So you're like, oh, you don't think it through. You're just like, and in some ways that makes you very confident and very desirable. But in other ways, you're giving women the ick, you know? <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, what's this third story? What's yeah. this? The is third this the worst? Story, I assume. No, it's not even the worst. This one's this one. I just need Bree to tell me not to do this. Basically, both of you guys can tell me not to do this. The third one is that this girl that I used to hook up with, who I had incredible sex with, and we had to stop having sex because she, I really wanted to keep it casual, and she didn't, and so we we had to right. break up. This is when I was not seeing Jen. She had this boyfriend who she found out was cheating on her and they broke up about Wait, well she was two- she was fucking you though. No, 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 no. This is fast forward. Oh, got it. I okay, found okay, out it, about it. this so I gave her a phone call. I said, "Are you okay?" That's like that sucks. We chatted for like 20, 30 minutes and I basically was like, well, let me know if you need a pal, you know, like that is horrible. And um, I can't ask her out. Right. That would be a violation. No. Okay. All right. What is wrong with you? I got a call. Put your phone away. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. You're like, I blew this woman's back out. She fell in love with me. And then her boyfriend dumped her so that I thought, you know, I should be the person to call. Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> like pull it together, dude. I did not say that. Okay. You surmised that from what I said and I will neither confirm or deny uh. what actually happened. Okay. I like her. We're, we're buds, but you know, it's been a minute. No. It, no. Okay. <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> it, this happened two months ago. It's going on two months ago that she was cheated on. She needs to get back out there. Well, but not with you. Like, 
you don't need to be the introduction back out there. Like, I'm scared for you that you think this is reasonable. I'm, I don't think it's reasonable, okay? I'm in a tough you're, spot. You're going back to old rosters. Like, that's how desperate you are. You can't find any new players. So you're literally, like, going through the Rolodex. Like, and I think, yeah, no, seriously. And I think because of my age, like, my hinge, my hinge is age. fucking dry. No, it's true. It's true. I, I've just noticed, like, I've noticed that, like, not, you know, like, I like to date, like, 26, 27 and up. Right. And all of I haven't been on Hinge in ages, and now all of them are gone. And so Wait. everyone, everyone oh, under thirty-five is gone. And and they're gone. They're, they're gone. all gone. They're gone. Well, I'll tell go? you why. Because they don't want to date that much older, and the only people left are like. People who just had a divorce from their husband and came out three days ago. Right. And they're yes. on hinge. Yes. You know, it gets it gets a little drier as you get older because more people are in relationships. So right. yeah. So yeah, I'm in a tough I'm in a tough uh, little spot. You're in a pickle. Um yeah, I'm in a pickle. And I I wow. Oh man, I was texting Jen and I was like, should I just come out there for the weekend? Which would have been so stupid. Cause it's like a lot of money and you know, like Why? time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So she's in LA. Okay, so did I need to know how this text went with Jen? Like, I need. To, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Oh wow. Oh, oh. You guys are gonna go. Oh, you're gonna go ape shit. Hi. What roster, babe? With love. Oh. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Wow. Bro. Jen knows how to do it, man. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Would you like to talk about your roster? Would you like the world to know about your roster? Oh. Jenny, sweetie pie, Whoa. cutie patootie. <laughs> Jen's got like 35 on her roster. Let's be real. Jen could have whoever she fucking wanted. She could have anyone <laughs> on the planet. And I am insanely lucky that for whatever reason she chooses me. <laughs> she's also not old enough that the apps are dry <laughs> right well the yeah. thing is she's not on the app she just walks down the street that's all she has yeah. to do but i don't know it does does any maybe what about what about post-show sex with fans yeah that's a great idea brie i'm glad you're bringing it up um <laughs> I, I what a responsible thing to do uh i got yeah you know i just um i think it's because of the I think I think it's less attractive to me because it's like it's a risky thing to do. It's a risky thing to do. And when I have someone that I love so much, right. why do anything that might feel weird, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well then take the emotions out of it. Yeah. Make it uh make it all business, hire an escort or a dominatrix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like what are you options have dried up. You've now entered the <laughs> Yeah. Do I do I, do I go on to Craigslist? Do I? Yeah, yeah I think yes. you guys are right. I ten dollar blowjob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you pointing at yourself, Bree? Why'd you point at yourself when you said ten dollar blowjob? <laughs> I saw myself on the screen. I thought, hey, you're looking cute. <laughs> no, dominatrix. I think I could do that for a job. Like I genuinely think that, like I'm. Well, I'm hiring. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I'll definitely not be coming to New York, but thank you so much anyways for the invite. <laughs> I'm going to blacklist you. Blacklist I you think from I- the New York theaters. <laughs> I'm the gay Harvey Weinstein. You'll never work in this Literally. town. <laughs> Step on me or you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. I have to say, though, okay, you you mentioned earlier that you like bumped into somebody, but that person was at one of your shows and you were like, I don't want to text her again. Like, <sighs> who? The roster person? I, I like her. We have good chemistry. It's fun. She makes me laugh. I like her as a person. We're friends. But I just don't... I'm going back in time to see the last time that I... Oh, I didn't... Hire a, I think hire a dominatrix is your best option. I think you should absolutely do that. Like, I'm not even joking. You should absolutely hire a dominatrix because also I want to be on the episode where you talk about that experience. Yeah. I think you'll be able to get out a lot of excess shame. And you'll be able True. to move forward as well. Yeah, I, I think those are really fair points, and I think it would be great content. Have a dom beat it out of you. Yeah, that's. I think that's a great idea. They could like post all the comments about you, like all the Reddit <laughs> forums on the wall. So like when you walk in, it's just like super traumatizing <laughs> from the jump, and then they just like fucking kick you right in the. I'm cunt. like, did you really have to write faggot so <laughs> many times? Breeze onto something here, though. You know, like yeah. I'm sure seeing a lot of those comments like put you in an anxious spiral. What if we we rewire your brain so when you see yeah. a comment like that, you come? I actually just get horny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's an actually it, genius level idea, Brie. Yeah, that, it's you know it becomes is, porn to you. Yeah, and then no one's gonna want to cancel you because <laughs> then you're just gonna get right, off. Right? They're like, she keeps coming. We have to keep her from coming. <laughs> Stops coming. her from coming. What is the common? We need to stop her from coming at all costs. <laughs> They're like, she can never work again. She can um. never come again. Uh, <laughs> Okay, here's our correspondence. You really dug down in these in these texts. Yeah, so I got a new phone fuck? and the contents the contacts didn't like sync, so I have trouble finding everybody. Um let's hang out soon. When are you around? I said I, this is 10 days ago. Okay. Almost. I'm around for 2 weeks. I I'm busy this weekend, but next week I wrote yeah. And she wrote <laughs> when's good. <laughs> I wrote yeah. Yeah. That's how I wrote it. Because I'm being silly. One's good, or you can just text me when you're around. I'm free most nights. Okay, this this might actually be a genuine miscommunication and not anyone's fault. I'll text her. I'm going to text her. I'm going to text go. her. Problem solved. Hey, Here we go. I thought that I texted her poke to like remind her that I was around, but I didn't do that. So actually, wait, you're wait, just going to text her poke. No, I'm not going to text her poke. poke bumping, bumping in case it got lost in. in what? In no. Oh, my God. I'm so scared for you. Like, what is happening? Why did you why did you even think about texting poke? Because of the nature of our relationship. OK, you don't know us. And also, look, I'm oh my gosh. I'm it's startled. bad out here. You yeah. know, Brie, why don't you've been in a relationship for eight years? Why don't you try going out there and seeing how you do? Okay. You know I think I go, I think I could. Like I think I've got enough I think I got some riz. But I, I, I mean I'm not texting. I girls have poke. so much riz, I can just write poke. That's how much riz I have. Okay. <laughs> okay, Miss Empty Roster. Sure. <laughs> I want to come back on this podcast in like 
a month and I want to I want to I want the roster presented PowerPoint style to see who you've recruited. <laughs> we can have them all on as guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we do this thing on the Patreon where we read listener submitted stories. Okay. Love, yeah. You're having gay sex. Yeah, we the name do of the four series. of them a month, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. And Alex is gonna read one just so you guys know, like what's going on on the Patreon. <gasps> and it's so much. That's fun. a lot of good content on Patreon. Like, if I was a listener, I would think maybe I should get on the Patreon because yes. that's like four bonus episodes a month wow let me tell you there are some juicy stories yeah they can be really too. fun yeah you know ashley's dried up okay so you gotta pay for the patreon because <laughs> how else are we gonna get sex stories yeah we gotta find somebody who's wet <laughs> i didn't i just wanted to catch up with my friend and have my subordinate listen to that catch up that's all i wanted <laughs> But it looks like it looks like we're just gonna we're just gonna we're gonna roast mommy. That's what it feels like is <laughs> happening here. Yeah. But I, f- I did some searching earlier. It was quiet because I was hunting some good stories, and I think I found a good one. It's a and it's a bit long, but I think it's exciting. This one is submitted from a listener named Steph DeForge. Pronouns: They them. Gay sex location. Venice, Italy. Oh. Oh, that's a big thing to me. That's a big deal. That Yeah. Venice is a big deal to you? I have a bone to pick with Venice. Uh-oh. Wait, what? Why? No, I, I just went and because I, I have to be, I, this is something that I, it's very bold and brave for me to say. Genuinely, I don't know. I'm curious to see how this person even had sex in Venice because it smells so bad and it's so crowded and you get lost and i really i really don't like venice and it's nothing to do with the people that live in venice because i'm sure once all the annoying tourists like myself leave then it it chills it's terrible and no one tells you that because you see these beautiful photos and you don't realize that while they're in these beautiful photos it stinks like it really really it really stinks and also julia and i, I will we be stayed Googling. in this hotel that we stayed in this hotel that was the size of Harry Potter's like closet at the fucking... Venice. Does it Damn. smell? Venice in general doesn't smell even in the hottest of weather as the water has enough movement to avoid being stagnant. Wow. The nope. fact that someone Lies. wrote does Venice Lies. smell. I, I actually need to say the fact that there are responses implies that something is up because that's sort of like me running around being like, I have sex because I'm not having sex. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, you're you're trying to cover up something. Warning to tourists as strong sewage smell reported yes. in Venice following yes. drought. Yes, it smelled so Damn. That bad. was reported this year. So this might this might be it's not lingering. right. It might not be regular. It is lingering. It might not be regularly stinky, but it might be stinky right now and climate change. Let's blame climate change and not the Italians. No, and we got to blame all the tourists because the tourists are getting, you know, off those cruise ships and they're they're sinking that place, myself included. I was walking around. I was feeling kind of even bad for being there. The place is, it's almost Atlantis. It's like, seriously, some of these fucking buildings. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's and really it, funny that you're like, there's no weight limit. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I think they should actually limit it. I'm not joking. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, I feel like weird. There's too many people on this raft. Okay, sorry. This person had sex there. That's so nice for no, them. No worries. Okay, <laughs> this is quite a long story and a slow burn, but I can pinky swear to you it's worth it. So my family, a.k.a. me, my three siblings, parents, aunt, uncle, and two cousins just got back from a big vacation to Italy. We're from New Orleans, so it was a big thing for us. For background, I'm almost 20 years old and the youngest of the siblings. My cousins are 13 and 28. We're big drinkers, so almost every night we could find a little wine bar and sit outside drinking, and then the adults and my little cousin would go to bed and the youths would stay out later. In the Venice part of our trip, we spent every night at a pub right down the street from my uncle's Airbnb. My fam stayed somewhere different from his fam because they planned on staying two extra days. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We would basically Sometimes just... Sometimes we roast bad writing. <laughs> that is important information to note. I would like to know how long the uncle stayed. Well, maybe it's important for the plot later, but... True. We'll see. Right. I highly doubt it. Because there are no <laughs> capital letters in this. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Alex! I'm so I'm just being honest. This is a patron. Yeah, and I love them for submitting this story. But that's no... Ex- I think any teacher would agree that that's no excuse for sloppy grammar. Now, <laughs> we would basically just point out attractive people and make friends with locals and other tourists. There are two bartenders there. Oh my gosh, how fun worked. would it be if you were walking b- down the street and just like someone was like not catcalling, but just pointed you out as an attractive person? <laughs> you are an attractive person. I would uh, love that. That reminds me of that TikTok. She is very beautiful to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, there were two bartenders that worked at the bar we were at every night. We'll call them Mario and Guilia. Because those are the only two Italian names that come to mind right now. Mario is a hilarious skater boy, and Guilia is super sweet and gorgeous. I feel that it might be pronounced Julia. Maybe. It's spelled with a G. I know. Yeah, it's the Italian spelling. Guilia. <laughs> but Guilia is making it it's more It's spelled fun. G-U-I-L-I-A. We want it to be Gulia. Gulia. Maybe it's no, Gulia. No, no, it's Julia. I like Julia. But Gulia is what we need to go with. It's definitely Julia. Let's let's make that clear. Well, me but in the middle. Gulia. Is it? It's G U I L I A. Yeah, that we, is. We Julia's name it. is spelled That's G. Julia? My girlfriend's name is spelled J U L I A, but her Nona spells it that way because that's oh, the Italian okay. spelling. Okay. You just got Nona, dude. Yeah. Damn. Don't Damn. fucking fuck around with Nona. Yeah. So I never will. My brother <laughs> E. <laughs> I would never think of doing such a thing. <laughs> yeah, man, I would never. My brother E, cousin B, and I made friends with them uh, <laughs> from being there every night and having quite the good time. Damn, talk about tourism. You hang out in one bar. Alex. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I understand that. If you find a non-stinky space, stay in it. Like, stay put. (laughs) (laughs) Don't try and look for greener pastures. Jen Jen and I found a place when we were in Greece. We found a little breakfast place that we ate at almost every day because, like, we absolutely loved it. And the view was phenomenal. Is that so wrong? I'd argue yes. 
but that's that's a me that's a me issue but regardless so yeah we were having quite a good time one night my uncle told b he had to go home because they had to be up early and my sisters tapped out early so it was just me and my brother there past midnight but before we left we convinced gulia to take Irish car bombs with us because she had never had one and we adore them. Right. Wow, uh, these guys really are drinkers. <laughs> New Orleans, baby. And, and nothing like a nightcap of an Irish car bomb. Like, <laughs> <Irish car. laughs> <laughs> you know, to round out the night. It was a win for us <laughs> considering when we all pointed out the hottest people in the pub, she came in with a tie, came in a tie with a group of girls sitting inside. So, Gulia is one of the hottest people in the pub. She's tied. With a group of women. Yes, with a group of women. <laughs> with a flock. She's, yeah. I'm also picturing the pubs in Venice are so small. So, like, I think they only seat, like, you know, maybe, like, 20 people. And they're just saying that Julia's, like, in the top five. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. She's in the top She's in the top quarter of Italians in this bar. Wow. Damn, wow. dude. What a compliment. He and I went outside and started chatting to the girls who are studying abroad and also from the U.S. And E is the brother, as a reminder, in case you were lost. Our 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 submitter's brother. Uh, we stayed there until closing with them, and then decided to walk them back to their hotel and grab a drink or two on the way. On our walk, we ran into Mario and Gulia, who had finished closing up shop and were hanging out with their other coworkers. The girls convinced Mario to stay out with us. And Gulia wanted to go home, but she said her place was on the way, so she walked with us. My brother was busy being gross and romantic with one of the girls. Mario was talking to the others. And Gulia and I were chatting at the front of the group and leading directions. Very lesbian. I was being flirty with her because before That's a big B deal left- in Venice, too, because you get lost very easily. It's very important to be the direction person. That's an important job in Venice. I was being flirty with her because uh, before B left to go home that night, he told me that if he can't hook up with her, uh, and in parentheses, him and his GF are open but agreed to not let the sex cross international borders. What? Close parentheses. Then I should. So her brother's in an open wait, relationship. Wait, 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 I am deeply intrigued by that question or that sentence because like you can fuck anyone as long as they're on u.s soil yeah exactly (laughs) like no imports usa made only usa usa that's crazy that's so funny what an interesting rule like because jen and i have a couple guidelines like not hooking up with people we work with or like things that could get messy you know what i mean like exes and stuff like that but i don't understand yeah that would seem like the perfect kind where you're like this person is never yeah i think the opposite yeah do they are they trying to avoid a green did one of them get into like one of those 90 day fiance situations (laughs) they're trying to avoid it (laughs) they're like this can't happen again jesus yeah yeah yes that's so funny we had to live with this woman for 90 days while she got her green card. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. So I was, encur- I was encouraged to hook up with Gulia. She was slightly flirting back, but could also just be the af- an, an affectionate Italian thing. Uh, <laughs> at one point, she grabbed my shirt with most of her hand under it to feel it because I crocheted it and she said it looked nice. And anytime she made me drink, 
made me a drink, she'd give it to me and blow a kiss or tell me she made it with love. I thought she was into me until she stopped and said she had to go because her boyfriend's apartment is around the corner. Oh. I was heartbroken, oh. gut-wrenched, absolutely devastated. But she told me good night, gave me a smooch on the cheek, and made me promise I'd come back to the pub the next day because it was my last night in Italy. The next day, mm. I went back to the pub with B&E. I walked in and Gulia's face lit up. She walked over and then introduced me to her boyfriend at the end of the bar. Oh, no. I was disappointed considering oh, he's super tall and fuck. fit and just as gorgeous as her. Wait, is, did, did, did this writer, did this listener clarify their sexuality? Not exactly. Okay. No, just They're they wearing a crochet okay. top, which is giving bisexual energy. I just have to say. I'm just picking up like cues and I honestly I do feel like if you're wearing a crochet top you're going to be you're prob- either pansexual yeah. or bisexual. This is just a guess. Yes, I I think that's also, fair. Also very very flattering description of the of the boyfriend. Super tall and fit and just as gorgeous as yes. her. So, meaning I had no shot. We'll call him Luigi so we keep the basic names going. Luigi waved to me and said, "Hey." And then that he had to get going so he could get to bed before work the next day. My fam continued our drunken pub at the pub, and once again, my uncle told B he had to go home. E and I had a flight out the next morning and had to leave six hours from then, so we decided to call it a night as well. I went inside to close our tab and gave Mario a big hug since I'd never see him again. I told Gulia I had to go home, and she told me to wait a second so she could tell me bye outside. We went out the door and into oh. the alley around the corner. So it was quiet. Mm, uh, and she told me <laughs> that it was nice meeting me and she would miss me and that shit. <laughs> then she said, I've never done this uh, because of the whole Luigi thing, but we have such good connection and I can't let you leave Venice <laughs> without having a memorable night. Why don't you oh. come hang out with me and Mario after close? And then you can come home and join me and Luigi. I previously established, oh, as a lesbian. I love okay. that. I love that Luigi, What she brought Luigi to the bar to literally yeah. glance over this person for yeah. threesome assessment. <laughs> he literally, yes. he literally came in for the quickest threesome assessment and was like, <laughs> let's do it. That's it. He met her for like 15 minutes and then takes off. Yeah. Oh, she's that. And she's a lesbian, also lesbian in a yeah. crochet top. I do oh, need God. to. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, maybe it was like they, them, like crochet vest with like a T-shirt oh, underneath it. Maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? I need to know what this top looks like. It's very important to me. I don't know yeah, if I'll I, be able to rest. I do think the top I... is important when when being assumed that you'd want to have it through. I mean, that's a big assumption. So I previously established as a lesbian was so conflicted, but it didn't matter how hot she was and how much I didn't know if I wanted to fuck a man because I had to go home with my brother and catch our flight the next day. But I remembered what B told me about hooking up with her. So I told my brother I was letting him in the apartment, uh, coming back to the pub and would sneak in later uh, and have him cover for me if my parents woke up. So I did. I went back to the pub, took shots with the bartenders and owners, and went out with them after. 
Guglia and I headed back to Luigi's place. And right before we went in, she told me she was a little nervous because she's never done this before. I told her it was cool because I had never had a threesome or been with a man. So we were in the same boat. When we got in. Wow, you really wanted to fuck this girl, dude. Yeah, that is, wow. That's commitment. Wait, can I, can I interject Willpower. some thoughts here? Because yes. the other day, okay, so to make matters weirder, okay, I'm, I'm you are about <laughs> to roast the shit out of me. This girl that I've been talking about this whole time, she kind of has a thing for comedians. She's like hooked up with a couple comedians and she really wants to hook up with my friend. Oh boy, here we go. She really wants to hook up with my friend Lucas, who... I think it would be funny if Lucas and I were. Uh, and what is it? What, what was the term we use? Saved by the same lifeguard. Yeah. Saved by the same lifeguard. There's a term we don't use anymore to describe two people that are friends that hook up with the same person. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant that you and Lucas were going to have a threesome. Well, the thing is. <gasps> oh, so, my God. No, no. We Lucas and I were joking and he was like. I don't remember how we got there, but he was like, would you jokingly, he was like, would you do a threesome? And I was like, no, I'm a lesbian. And I almost took offense to it. And he was like, I've had a guy, guy, girl threesome. And I was like, wait a minute, straight men do this. Yeah. Straight men do this all the time with their bros. They, they fuck the same woman (laughs) yet to me. I'm like, just a couple of bros. But do you think, but do you think it has to do with the fact that they're the same sex? That it's like less weird for them because it's sort of locker roomy no. for them. Whereas for me, it's like I've never, I've never had an encounter like near nudity with a man ever in my entire life. So it would be just like so much. Do you see what I'm saying? I think it has to do with the way that men perceive women. Like it would be that for me at least. Like I don't think I would confidently be able to go into a setting with a straight man. Right, because he's woman. attracted in theory to me. Exactly. Maybe. Like not I think Lucas, that- I know you're not into me, but like, you know. <laughs> but like But yeah. Like once you're naked and you're doing the things, like I think that, that they're is both where- focused on on her and they are both repulsed by each other. Yes. So it's like, I don't know how I could get into a situation like that. Yeah, I don't want to be perceived by a man while I'm doing something sexual, like in any way, even as just like a bystander. But I think that's why he asked me, and I used to think it was like really sexist and like weird that men would ask me that. And then the light bulb went off in my head where I'm like, oh, they've done this and they think it's like the same. It's like a bro bond. Yeah. Right. Be a bro bond. Because the ideal, I think the ideal, you know, <laughs> uh, I guess not to yeah. uh, buy men doing an MMF is like, you know, you lock hands and it's like a, yeah, we're in it together kind of thing. But there's oh, still no sexual wow. attraction. This is so homoerotic. You, like, do, a, you do a secret handshake. Wow. Yeah. As you, you like, spit, as you spit yeah. roast your broad, you, you pound each other. Over yeah, exactly. Over. I think that's the, the I guess, the, the male ideal for a straight man. Like, try pickleball or something. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> what's going on. Like, watch football. This is, but it's the only yeah. time two men will make eye contact during an event. Like, men, <laughs> men they, don't, like, they don't, like, talk. They don't talk to each other. You know, they don't express feelings. So spit roasting a woman is the only way <laughs> yeah. that they're going to. Feelings are gross, but I love, but spit roasting is, that's, you know, tender. <sighs> yeah. But either way, uh, 
we got we went inside and we all took shots to clear the ner- more shots to clear the nerves. I'm curious what the drink count is. What's yeah, the total I need drink to seriously. count? Submit a follow up. Um and then the rest is self explanatory. It was going well until we realized that Luigi left the window open because there's no air conditioning in, in Venice. Stinky. Stinky. Before we could close it, one of his neighbors started knocking on the door to shut us up. No. He literally Luigi literally pulled his dick out of me, sat up, and all of us oh, got shit, still. She, oh no. shit. Oh shit. No. Oh shit, she no. really Oh, she committed to the bit. That's too much. She committed to his bit. The dick. <laughs> the dick pullout was a little much for me. Just to, Oh. Yeah. Just oh, I could not let that. I think I could like watch maybe, but I could not let that happen. It's a braver soul than us. A braver soul. Ugh. This soldier. Okay. Uh, true soldier for Gulia. Wow. Uh, he literally pulled his dick out of me, sat up, and all of us got still and started looking at each other like the Spider-Man pointing meme, figuring <laughs> out who was going to go answer the door. <laughs> oh, Luigi shit. went to the That's door. So I closed the window. And then the rest is history. Even though I was only uh, in it so I could bang Gulia and was very open about that, it was mm-hmm. actually quite pleasant being with Luigi and trying butt stuff for Love the first that. time. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me? This person said, if we're doing it, we're doing it all. Like this person fucking committed. <laughs> Which I as love a that. side note, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> Damn. I'm a lesbian, except that one time I did anal with this Italian guy. <laughs> oh. um, you know what? I think I did Venice wrong. I'm going to take back everything I said about Venice. I think I just I wasn't really taking in everything that Venice had to offer me. You know, Bro, if I went back to Venice, I'd do it differently. That is so just funny. Saying. I said goodnight and exchanged contact wow. info with Gulia. My phone was dead and it was 5 a.m. So I stumbled my way home through the maze of Venice and its teeny little alleyways. The next day, I texted B and told him everything because I knew he would be excited for me. I also texted Gulia and told her I had a good time and to hit me up if she or Luigi were ever in the States. She texted <laughs> me back and said she would miss me and to tell B she said hi. Apparently, he talked to her before he left and told her to take care of me because he's protective like an older brother. Uh, I made it back home. <laughs> oh, she like, did. Like 2 a.m. <laughs> took care of her, all right. <laughs> I made it back home at like 2 a.m. and had work at 6 a.m. that same morning. When I got off work, I checked my phone and had a text from B's girlfriend saying, uh, hand emoji, high five, dude, you know why. One from E saying, I didn't know the boyfriend was involved too. And one from B saying to FaceTime him. I called B because it was 8 p.m. at Italy at the time. He was at the pub. He muttered some gibberish and gave his phone to Gulia, who told me hi and went outside to talk to me. It was too loud to hear each other, so we just said bye, and she blew a kiss, told me goodnight, and that was that. Until she gave the phone back to B, and he told me, uh, that he told my uncle about what I did the night before. <laughs> no, no. Your family's insane, dude. Why were they exposed yeah, to their yeah. uncle? How did your anal virginity loss 
get spread amongst family communications lines. Like, it seems like you didn't even talk to anybody, and within 24 hours, it's known. No. And the uncle's still there for two days, so I'm wondering if this is when it... That's a good point. This is a well-written... I'm sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. They, they, they nailed this story, and we suck. Yeah, you did a really good job. I got mad because he does not need to know that about me, but apparently they talk about stuff like this all the time. My uncle told B he was proud of me for doing vacation, quote-unquote, the true redacted family last name, Way. He said wow. bye because he was leaving to go straight to the airport for his flight home and then texted me a selfie of him and Gulia. So now, basically, my whole family knows that I not only snuck out of Snuck out on the wholesome family vacation <laughs> no. for sex, but also that it was a threesome with our bartender and that I do, in fact, like men, which is something everyone, including me, has been debating for a while. The crochet top. I'm telling you, I knew before this person even knew. I could have told them ages ago based on just the crochet top. I could have cleared the air from the start. I like the idea that the uncle takes selfies with everyone she has sex with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, For, like, the family Christmas photo. <laughs> it's like a family Christmas PowerPoint presentation of all the uncle <laughs> selfies. This is Gulia. Uh, this is uh, the, the nice Italian girl where uh, our niece discovered she was actually bisexual. That was nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm out to my siblings, parents, cousins, not my aunt and uncle. Not only that, but Gulia knows my family knows and somehow doesn't mind. But, yeah. That was the story of my Italian vacation threesome and awkward downfall afterwards. Wow. Hope y'all enjoy and excuse the unnecessary length of the story. No, you did a great it was, job. It was, yeah. it was really good. I wish I could put yeah. the soundboard. Shouts out, Steph DeForge. Was, okay, that story, the one thing I noticed, was that story, was, what was the person's pronouns? Was it they, she, or they, them? They, them. Because there was a couple times that I think, Ash, you said she, and I think I said oh, she once. Or sorry. Yeah. You can submit stories like this uh, if you are a patron. Patreon.com slash WHS. We do four of these a month. Bree, this was really fun, and I've really missed you. This was so fun. I'm so proud of you for going after what you want to go after. and Thank you. I'm really excited. I can't believe I'm actually doing it. Bree, your podcast, anything you want to plug. Oh, yeah. At I Can Explain Podcast and at Aging Out the Movie. You can find me everywhere else at Brian Williamson. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. Just I'll text you when I'm in your city. AshleyGavin.com. I'm tired. I'm tired. And you guys Patreon, know. And Patreon. You know, there are fucking people. <laughs> shut up, Alex. There are so people fair. on the, that, that listen to this podcast who are not on the text <laughs> alert. Is that not the most insane thing you've ever heard in your entire life? I bump into them and they've been like, oh, what, what are you going to Denver? So I'm like, those tickets are already available. Like how, what the fuck? This is free. This is free. All I want is your phone number. So once a year I can text you, you piece of shit. I guess I'm not tired. Give me your goddamn phone number. <laughs> AshleyGavin.com. Alex, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash WHCS, where you can get more excellent stories like the one we just heard. 
And the gay thought this week, this comes from the episode that you just listened to. Here's my gay thought. I am kind of a masculine lady, and I think my friends know that, my guy friends. And sometimes my guy friends have been like, oh, would you have a threesome with a guy friend and this girl that you both think are cute? And I'm like, are you crazy? That's so homophobic. That's so sexist, yada, yada. But then I realized... They do that with their guy friends. So are they being sexist or are they being so not sexist that they are actually treating me like the ultimate bro that they would, they would, you know, be down and they wouldn't be into me at all. We'd both be just having sex with this girl together. I'm not going to do this, but I do think it's an interesting question. And I think it probably depends on you, your guy friends, how the information is presented. And I think it has to be kind of a femme, masculine, lesbian, guy situation. Can that be done in a way that matches the guy, guy, girl threesome? Just a thought, some food for thought. Getting real, getting real existential, metaphysical, philosophical on here, guys. This is important stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS to support this pod. Thank you for those of you who are doing it. I fucking love you. You are the lifeblood of this. You are the best. AshleyGavin.com for tour dates. Going all over the place. We've got Atlanta, Asheville, Raleigh coming up, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Boston, Salt Lake City. Let's, let's do this. Fun shows. My new material. Bye-bye. Have a great...